The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, South Korea has qualified for the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Well, South Korea really, uh, they really made this statement four years ago, didn't they? When they officially... When they officially caused the elimination of Germany, who were the defending champions at the time? I mean, South Korea beating Germany 2-0 in that group stage game? Never would have imagined it. And in my experience, I remember watching that game. I remember watching, you know, going back and forth between the Germany and South Korea game to the Sweden and Mexico game. <laughs> I was actually like watching that game with my pops and... Uh, the South Korean Germany game, as scoreless as it was, I kept trying to tell them, well, this game is actually the one that we should focus on more because, as I was seeing it, Germany was just struggling to score. I mean, Germany was just being outplayed. You know, quite simply put, it was obviously uh, noticeable, or obvious, I should say, that South Korea was just getting into the Germany's head, and South Korea basically waited, to, waited for the exact moment for when Germany would crack, and when Germany and when South Korea scored that goal in, in stoppage time, I mean that was it. And let's not forget that that goal was at first reviewed, and then when the goal was confirmed by VAR, Germany was officially out, or so we thought. But then South Korea decided to add one more goal for good measure, and Germany finished bottom of their group, out of the World Cup. Now, unfortunately, South Korea also did not make it out of the group stage, but South Korea. Caused the you know basically sealed the deal you know sent Germany home and South Korea finished third instead of fourth so there was a, definitely a, a little a little bit of pride for the South Korean national team so I mean the, the, what they did in 2018 I mean they call it the miracle of Kazan because of course that game took place in Kazan Russia and man. Never forget that game, but all my friend, you know, all my German followers here, all my German friends. Sorry, I had to bring it up, but uh, <laughs> oh boy, I mean, I, I, I guess I guess you should say I, I wasn't as shocked as you guys were, but uh, but I was uh, I was shocked. So so South Korea once again in the World Cup. You know, going into their history right here. 
you know, South Korea's track record, you know, the last uh, 20 years or so is definitely not the best, but South Korea has participated in the World Cup, so, you know, you, we can't take that away from them. You know, in South Korea's case, South Korea has qualified for, I'm going to make the count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten consecutive World Cups. After they failed to qualify in 1970, 74, 78, and 82. So since 1986, South Korea has qualified for the World Cup. Now, the tra- now their track record in the World Cup is definitely not very convincing. Because from 86 to 98, they would only finish in the group stage. And during that time, they had not won a game. So from 1986 to 1998... South Korea was winless in the in the final in the, in the World Cup tournament itself, in the final tournament, you should say. But that all changed in 2002. Now t- their run in 2002, as extremely controversial as it was, you know, I'm not gonna take away from South Korea. I mean, of course, everybody. I mean, that infamous game against Italy. You know how the referee, the officiating was just so poor, and the uh, the referee, as we know, Byron Moreno really was not doing the, any favors for the Italians, but, you know, South Korea, you know, finished fourth. You know, they were actually one of the hosts in 2002, so despite the controversy the, the controversy of their uh, magical run in 2002, I'm not going to take away from South Korea, you know, because, you know, South Korea, they have some talented players. I mean, they've had talented players all the time, so... You know, so South Korea, despite the fact that their track record in the World Cup is not very convincing, I still label South Korea as a as a good team. Now, after what happened after their magical run in two thousand two, which at the time they were uh, they they were managed actually by the by that Dutch manager. I'm actually trying by I I can't exactly say his name. Uh, Goose Hindik. He was the like I said the the, the Dutch manager that managed a team. Uh, during that time, you know, he's actually widely gr- regarded as, you know, I, I want to honestly say he probably is, has to be considered the greatest manager of the, of the history of the South Korean national team, so. I'm trying to see exactly uh, how long uh, he was. Uh, let me see. Kind of losing it right there. Kind of got distracted by this uh, talk of the uh, manager. Okay. Okay, so he was actually the. Oh, wow. From 2001 to 2002, oh, that's interesting. I was actually not aware that he didn't last so long. Oh, well. I really wonder, I I guess, uh, that was it. Huh. Well. So, anyway, I got distracted for a little bit. So, going back to South Korea, so going, uh, kind of going through their history of, uh, a little bit before I kind of go into their chances in the World Cup. I'll kind of do that, but South but South Korea is, like I said, you know, despite the fact that their uh, World Cup uh, track record is not extremely convincing, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from them. I mean, South Korea still is regarded as a very good team because if we want to talk about track records, you know, you know, I was taking taking a look at the you know their track record in the AFC Asian Cup, and that's where actually that's where things overall in their history is actually pretty respectable. You know, they were the quarter they were quarter finalists in the 2019 Asia Asian World Cup in uh in the United Arab Emirates. You know, in 2015 they were actually the they were the runners up. 
uh, when they lost to the host Australia. Uh, you know, before that, you know, 2011 and 2007, uh, South Korea finished third place. They won the quarterfinals in 2004 and had a third place finish in 2000. And you know, in the AFC Asian Cup games, you know, South Korea they won it. And they won the first one in 1956, and then won it again in 1960. And then in 72, 80, and 88, finished as runners-up. And then, you know, since since 1996, in the AFC Asian World Cup, you know, that's where uh, South Korea's track record, that's where it's really convincing. So, despite in the World Cup stage, it's not, it's unfortunately not as good as their uh, track record in the Asian Cup. You know, this is why their AFC Asian Cup is what, is really what, what proves that South Korea is still a good team and South Korea still deserves to be respected. You know, they still deserve to be treated as a good team. As far as them being a favorite for the World Cup, I mean, obviously in South Korea's case, it's a it's a shot in the dark, but, you know, you know, you never know when South Korea could have a magical run again. I mean, in their in their case, if South, I mean, I'm sure South Korea would have loved to have another magical run and, you know, and I'm sure they would have a magical run this time and they don't have to deal with the fact that they're often told because the referees helped you. I mean, it wasn't just that game in, against Italy, but that quarterfinal game against Spain in 2002 is, you know, always talked about. But, you know, I'm just like, look, it's tough. But, you know, South Korea were one of the hosts. So, you know, whatever happened, happened. You know, this was in 2002. I, I'm more focused on the present. So, looking at it. So, so since 1996, uh, the track record is pretty good. You know, quarterfinals and then, you know, three third-place finishes, uh, a one-time runner-up, and unfortunately they didn't win the gold. But you know, at least you know they brought they you know they brought home they brought home four medals. You know, three bronze medals and a silver medal. It's better than nothing. And South Korea is actually qualified for the 2023 AFC Asian Cup, which is set to take place. Let's see, where is it supposed to take place? Oh, that's right. Okay, in China. Okay. Uh, like, let's see who, who, who. Okay, who else is qualified? Yeah. So, well, well, most of the heavy, most of the Asian heavyweights are in. Australia is one of them. Japan's another one as well. So, yeah, South Korea is also uh, qualified for the Asian Cup, which is going to take place uh, next year. And again, it's going to take place in China. You know, looking at the uh, qualification record, you know. Five wins and one draw, and you know, in 2019, South Korea, you know, um, qualified with a perfect eight no record. So, man, you know, check this out, yo. When they went eight no, you know, scored 27 goals and didn't did not concede any. And, and in this one, and for the 2023 AFC Asian Cup, I mean, scored 22 goals and conceded only once. So, yeah, South Korea is pretty good. But now I want to take a look at, you know, how they did, you know, in, in this one. So. You know, to qualify for the 2022 World Cup in qualification, South Korea finished with 11 wins and three draws and no losses. So the track record, you know, obviously the track the track record since '86. I mean, that's uh, the the qualifications. They actually did very well in qualifications, but of course in 2002 they qualified as the host. But you know, but yeah, during the qualifiers, South Korea just seems to be doing pretty good, or has done pretty good. I mean. According to this, their all-time record in qualification is 93 wins, 39 draws, and only 17 losses. Huh. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. But, so, that being said, so, South, you know, uh, looking at South Korea, they actually qualified just a few days ago, I believe. I'm not sure exactly what it was. I believe it was actually today. I want to actually double-check. 
Yep, it was today. They actually qualified uh, today after a 2-0 win against Syria. But looking at the standings, you know, according to the schedule, they still have actually a couple of games left to play as well. They still got a game to play. They actually got two games left to play. And their next game is actually set to take place on the 24th of next month. And the final game taking place just a few days later. But with, you know, now that they're qualified, they can enjoy this break and then, you know, just, you know, finish it out in style. But but now that those, the spot's secured, South Korea has nothing to worry about. I mean, and they're already qualified for the Asian Cup, so... So South Korea really can relax, relax a little bit, but they certainly have to focus. So, and we're going up for South Korea, of course. You know the team captain himself, somebody that everybody knows very, very well. You know Song Hong Min, who plays for Tottenham, one of the best players I've ever seen. You know South Korea being, you know, their head coach, uh, pa uh, Paulo Bento, the Portuguese uh, dude. We actually took over, I believe he took over in, let's see, took over actually August of 2018, shortly after the World Cup, and so he's been, yeah, he's been with the team for, for quite a while, and you know, he's amassed a decent record, 27 wins, 10 draws, and 4 losses, wow, a 66 win percentage, and so far that's actually pretty high, that's actually, that, that, that's the highest of his, career, of his career so far, I should say, I was always say it's the highest in South Korean history, but... Yeah, but, you know, South Korea looks to be in pretty good shape, and, you know, as far as South Korea winning the World Cup, I mean, it's definitely not in the, the, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the critics don't really have them as favorites, but I always say South Korea might not be a favorite to win the World Cup, but if there's anything that South Korea should be, could be taken into consideration as far as a favorite in a category, South Korea could be a dark horse. Who knows? South Korea could have another magical run because, like I said, South Korea has talent. And speaking of uh, you know, current, their current squad, you know they, they have a, a very young squad. You know, an average you know age of, in the twenties. You know, their their midfield. Well, now keep on. This is the current squad. I mean, this is uh, this is unlikely that we're going to see all these players uh, on, on the official squad that will travel to Qatar. But you know, right now in the midfield, their oldest midfielder is twenty nine years old. Now, some of these young midfielders. You know, have very, you know, there's a couple, you know, several of these midfielders, you know, have uh, less than ten caps, but overall, you know, as you look on the defense, you know, the defense looks to be pretty experienced. You know, this this team is very young, and, and several of these players do play in Europe. There's one player who plays in Turkey, one play, you know, four of them play in Germany, one of them plays in Bordeaux, and of course, there's a uh, Hongming Sun, who plays uh, for Tottenham. Who, by the way, is actually not, who's not on the recent squad, I, I think what happened, but, hmm, I'll let me double check, maybe, maybe he was, I'm just not too sure, but, okay, yeah, he wasn't, but, but look, looking at everything, you know, South, South Korea looks to be in pretty good shape, so, having said, uh, so yeah, it was a 2 nothing win against Syria that, that really, that sealed, you know, before that, you know, they, they had oh, and one nothing win against Lebanon, so, yeah, so South Korea really, uh, you know, doing what they need to do, got it done, and uh, now they're, they're part of the team, so, yep, 10 straight World Cups, just like I said, I actually was to check that out, and, you know, speaking of uh, the South Korean national team, you know, just a few days ago, the South Korean women's national team dumped out Sam Kerr and the Matildas out of the, uh, out of the uh, women's uh, Asian World Cup, so, yeah, it's been a... Uh, 
Very interesting few days for South Korea as far as soccer goes. Man, Australia conceding that goal in the 87th minute, man. And that was pretty... T it's gotta be... It's gotta be really humiliating. I mean, you know, you know, according to the story, you know, Sam Kerr... According to this, Sam Kerr had a series of uh, golden opportunities uh, to give Australia the lead, but, you know, Sam Kerr had a bad day in the office at the end of the day. I mean... As amazing as Sam Kerr is, she's not perfect. So, you know, she's human. And, you know, in South Korea, and I'm sure she, she's accepted defeat, just like the entire team. And in Australia, the Matildas plan on coming at, coming back stronger than ever. So, I'm sure they're going to move on. They're going to focus on the future, and then that's the best thing to do. So, so going back to the South Korean men's national team. Well, congratulations to them again. Qualify for the World Cup, and uh, we'll see uh, when the official squads are announced. And uh, best of luck this best of luck to them this summer in Qatar, and we'll see how they do. And if they're one of the dark horses, if they have another magical run, well, I will definitely be back here to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.